millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I challenge your listeners to think whether they'd even heard of the place or even heard the name Qatar before any of this had happened. On Sunday, the Qatar World Cup will begin. But is the country ready? Production and completion was the priority as opposed to following procedures on safety. So the Supreme Committee to me is in many respects, it's like a PR organization that has some construction interests. In episode two of Inside the Qatar World Cup, we explore how Doha is gearing up for the tournament and go inside the country's domestic football scene, all to find out what does this World Cup really mean for Qatar? When you ask about the Qatar Stars League, um, people will not remember um, the Chavis or the Raouls who, who came here at the end of their careers, but the next Chavi. There are profound cleavages and differences in how Qataris view their country and how they want their country to operate. Inside the Qatar World Cup, the Football Rambles brand new three-part series with me, Kate Mason. Listen to episode two now. Just search Football Ramble in your favourite podcast app. We all have special World Cup memories, but for some individuals, and even some teams, the memories mean more because they were actually there. Miller dispossessed him. Nikita a red face. Miller another goal. And another dance. 
Would a World Cup truly be a World Cup if it didn't feature a relative unknown rocking up, making a massive impact on those four wonderful weeks, then carrying on like nothing ever happened? And let's go going in, and it's another one! Absolutely it would. Bulgaria are in front, let's go! But today we want to celebrate those stories anyway. From the most surprising golden boot winner we've seen to Cleverson's all-action display in the 2002 final and the magic nights of Toto Scilacci. These figures are as important as the true legends of the game when it comes to the greatest tournament on earth. After all, the World Cup isn't always about Pele, because sometimes it's about Saeed al Oiran. This is Oiran, a good run, good strong run, still in possession, Oiran, still there! They scored again! So get ready to feel some serious nostalgia as we inspire you to relive great goals, remember tiny nations shocking the world, and find yourself saying, oh yeah, I think he plays for West Ham. And it's another player scoring his first goal for West Ham! Javier Vargas! Because this is the Football Rambles Guide to World Cup One-Hit Wonders. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Jim Campbell. And I'm Vidushina Hantaraja. Gentlemen, good to have you here. We've gathered here today to talk about World Cup one-hit wonders, of course. And if you could have one memorable World Cup as a player before sinking without a trace, what would be your dream tournament? Besides winning the damn thing, how would it pan out? It's a difficult one, this, isn't it? Mm. Because you, you, do you want to score like a sort of you know overhead kick from about 40 yards out? Yeah. Or do you want to get to the quarterfinals with like the Isle of Wight? Do you know what I mean? Like, you know I, mean? Like, <laughs> I know what you're saying. Yeah, do, do you want that one moment that will always be played? Whereas, of course, if you got to, say, the quarters or the semis with an unfancied team, people, oh, I remember the run. And it, but it's more of a documentary thing. Whereas, do you want to be featured in adverts or posters and stuff? Because yeah. there, there's Jim Campbell. There he is, eight feet in the air with his with his leg up, just about to score that goal. Oh, he scored a brilliant goal with his wonderful hair, whipped it in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Never seen that before. Yeah, it's a good point, that is. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think the unlikely top scorer is what I would obviously go for. Yeah. <laughs> that That's kind of mine. Although I, I wouldn't want to be... I did my bit. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't want to be the top scorer. Why? Because I, I'd... Kind of I, as Jim says, I, I'd want to be out in the quarterfinals. Hmm. Um, because because the original par- parameter was not not to win the whole thing. Yeah. So I thought so I thought like from maybe from Sri Lanka playing for Sri Lanka. Okay. Getting somehow getting to the quarterfinals and scoring in every game and okay. being one of one of few English speakers on the team. Mm-hmm. So you got loads of media attention. Loads of media attention, and I'm just really charismatic. And they're like, oh, what a great lad. Yeah. yeah. Just just off the top of your head, this year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and he's and he's really charismatic. <laughs> And they're like, oh, he's tall. Really oh, he's tall, despite what people say about him. <laughs> the uh, incredibly muscly, tall, handsome, charismatic uh, Vitushan Antaraja. Um, yeah, you'd be like what Rory Fallon was to New Zealand in 2010. Nobody had a clue about the team. But oh, this guy. Yeah, oh, he was. He, he played like, Plymouth. Oh, and uh, you know, whenever anyone like, does a preview about the game, yeah. and it's like, say we play England, and it's half an hour in England and like five minutes on Sri Lanka yeah. about them being organised, but I'm the only person they know, yeah, yeah, even yeah. though they probably won't be able to pronounce my name. Um, yeah, the, the sort of the Chris Birchall, uh, Trinidad and Tobago, yeah. yes. to the Sri Lanka, that's what you would be. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay, I, I, I like that. I think, I think that's decent. I think I'd be, I'd be happy with a really weird goal. 
Yeah. Like one of those, just that ends up on a really weird compilation. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You've, you've meant to just sort of like lob a no look pass over the back of your head and it goes into the top corner somehow. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, what kind of got, because it feels like we've seen, because of the nature of how long the World Cup's gone on for, mm-hmm. we've seen every type of goal to a point and they have been attributed to different players. You know, mm-hmm. Saudi Arabia having like the Maisie dribble, for example. Yeah. yeah. So, what, what, so one I off, suppose you're one. One off the willy. <laughs> Yeah, why not? And you get yeah. called World Cup Willy? No, actually, not that. Okay. No. <laughs> Thinking about it for and everyone calls you Willy Head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so basically, Vish, you've. No, I'm trying to think of a player. Perhaps maybe there's a better example of this because because Chris Birchall's not because they they didn't do that much in terms of progressing, and of course, I, I don't think he scored. So, you're you've gone for a more of a kind of Roger Miller vibe, I suppose. Yeah, if Mo- Roger Miller had charisma. Well, I, <laughs> and was much taller. Yeah, was taller. And could yeah. speak English, uh, which I, I don't think he can. But it, but if he can, I apologise, Roger. So, but you've gone for that. And again, I'm struggling to think of a player um, who uh, Davosuke maybe. Oh no, he was a, no. I've gone for more Davosuke. Yeah, think. I've yeah. gone. I've gone for that. I've gone. Yeah. Or Oleg Selenko, I've kind of gone for. I've gone for Anna Delamas in the new Bond film. Fine. Right. That's yeah, fine. Just what everyone's talking I about. I realised when I talked about a small nation representing, I then chose, he represented geographically the biggest nation <laughs> yeah. in the world. So, but again, there's no perfect comparison. No. So, Jim, who are you going for? Seed? Who I want? Seed? No, I think, I, I think I've decided the goal I want. Right. Um, I would be giving a sort of lion hearted defensive display uh-huh. as my nation, don't know who, are hanging on. Yeah. Uh, and then. I clear the ball mm-hmm. with such power, and the goalkeeper is way off his line. So Jason Cundy, I, I score a winner with a cl- with a clearance. Jason Cundy, Jason, C- yeah. God. <laughs> yeah. Come to this, but I want to be Jason Cundy. Take it, take it, take it. <laughs> okay, Jim. Well, you really got us off on the right foot there. We asked you on Twitter what your ultimate World Cup one-hit wonders were. Uh, and we'll be working through them. Although, shout out to Mike Nolan, who just replied, England! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in a way, of course. Um, but apparently they have played at more than one World Cup. What about the one-off stars, gentlemen, though? Because um, some World Cup golden boot winners are the very best players in the world. We've seen uh, the phenomenon itself, great Ronaldo, uh, become a golden boot winner. Good Muller. Uh, won the Golden Boot many moons ago, one of the finest strikers in the history of the game, of course. Pele never won the Golden Boot, actually. Uh, we should say Gary Lineker, of course. More modern mm. day Harry Kane. Um, but then there's Oleg Selenko, the, the aforementioned. Uh, a lot of people gave him a shout-out, including uh, Ian Kay and, and, and Morgan uh, Carlton. Uh, before the 1994 World Cup, Selenko had never scored for Russia. Uh, in their first game in that tournament, scored a penalty against Sweden, and of course scored five times. Got a glut against Cameroon when they won 6-1. Yeah which was a big victory. Shared the golden boot with uh, Histro Stoichkov. I feel Stoichkov put more of a mark on that tournament. But Selenko's up there. Um, Russia were out in the first round. Selenko never played for Russia again. Apparently retired in his early 30s due to issues with weight. Did play uh, pop up at uh, Glasgow Rangers though. Yes, but... uh... Again, though, we'll, we'll come on to why that was, yes. and and the effect that these these performances have. Um, it was a really. It's, if you look at the goals now, the fifth goal is a beauty, yeah. and that's the one that he's sort of mostly associated with. There's a penalty in there, and a lot of them are like essentially sort of poachers tap ins. There's a, a lot of chaotic defending going on as that's well. Right, yeah. So it was it was a perfect storm mm. that allowed allowed a player like Oleg Selenko to score five goals. But I remember that name so clearly. Mm. You know, there are, there are like properly good players that achieved a lot more who I who I will have forgotten about mm-hmm. you know that live far deeper in the recesses of my mind than Oleg Selenko does and that that genuinely is part of the fabric of the world cup for me the sense that it's 
it's a festival of football, isn't it? Yeah. And you feel so grounded in the moments mm-hmm. at, at, at that magical four weeks, as you mentioned in the intro. And um, well, in, in any kind of football, you think about a music festival. You can, you can, you know, if you're there, you're checking out all sorts of things. Oh my god, I'd not heard of this thing, but it was incredible. Yeah. Or even if you're watching like BBC's coverage of Glastonbury, you know, you're flicking through Red Button and so on, you think, oh, but look at that. You discover all these things, and then suddenly everyone's talking about a particular thing which nobody really knew about. It's kind of the same. And with those bands or artists who then sell some more records off the back of it or play bigger gigs. Sometimes the footballers can do that, but we'll come on to that in, in, in a bit. Um, a great example that a lot of you um, said as well on, on Twitter was, of course, uh, Toto Scalacci. I think who, the ultimate example. Poss- quite possibly, yeah. I think he won the Golden Boot and the Golden Ball for best player. So really, really uh, uh, scooped up um, in, in, in Italy, who, of course, finished third. But he only got 16 caps in his entire career. Didn't play that much more for Italy after that. It was what Darius Vassell promised to be, wasn't it? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, indeed. Indeed. Yeah. I mean, again, Saeed Al-O-I ran with that amazing goal for yeah. Saudi Arabia. In 94. Actually, 94 felt like it was a it was a tournament of this, wasn't it? With Bulgaria and Romania doing so well as well. Mm. Kind of coming from nowhere. Oh, it certainly felt like they did, possibly because of our ages. Um, but Saeed Al-O-I ran what an incredible goal essentially taking it around like about half of the Belgian team <laughs> who were like I can't be asked to put a tackle in totally like, it's, yeah. what, it's the, the worst best goal I've ever seen I think that's harsh because but I know exactly what you mean yeah I, I, I think it's better than say like the George Weyer one for Milan where he kind you of think? loses it a yeah bit. it is it is better than that goal you're yeah. right is I think it? that might be the Best worst goal of all time. Yeah. Oh, sorry, the worst best goal of all time. <laughs> yeah, I think the Al Oiran one is is it was the goal of the tournament, and I think because of his sort of more sort of lanky, languid sort of style, you think of you're basically comparing it to Maradona against England. Also, he he at no point does he look like, does he look for the pass? No, no. But I which think, I think makes it better because yeah. I think he builds. I think there's a stage in that run where he's like he knows what he's about to do. Yes. Yeah. And he well, I say knows. He he has the intention of taking it all the way, mm-hmm. and that's what I love about that goal. I th- I, yeah, I think that he he looks at this and thinks I've got a chance here. Yeah, to put my name on the football ramble pocket. No, I, do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> I, I've got a chance here to put my name, and a certain generation of people will, yeah. will, will, will be there. And the, the the reaction of his teammates, I don't know if you can you can see it because of the the camera obviously focuses just on him, mm-hmm. but I think you can see two players as he enters the box, and one of them who was making a run on the left stops running because mm-hmm. I think he's like this is the best view of this moment <laughs> and you could, they're all there's an element of like go on do it yeah. do it yeah, do yeah, it yeah. Um, what about gentlemen uh, the host nation heroes at World Cups uh, some players take centre stage because they become the poster boy for the host nation and we have to go straight away to Sipiwe Shabalala um, a great example of that Jimmy and, and many others uh, picked him on Twitter scored Again, not me you, not you uh, he scored South Africa's uh, goal against Mexico in the opening game of the 2010 World Cup when I think obviously South Africa went out in the first round and it's a great shame when the hosts go out early yeah. and I think that is perhaps the earliest we've seen certainly for a long time maybe if, if, if ever of a host nation uh, going out of a, of a, of a, of a World Cup uh, at that stage uh, but Mexico um, I remember thinking they're wily operators and uh, is this going to be you know because there was such fanfare the noise of the Vuvuzelas it was a backdrop we've never seen before 
surely like like this is not going to be disappointing. And the game finished one all. Yeah, all things considered. But what an absolute peach of a goal well, it this was! This is the thing with this goal because I remember watching it at the time and it felt like it was a goal scored by pure emotion for all of Africa. Absolutely, <laughs> iconic commentary, yeah. which is actually to, for some probably the highlight of the whole tournament. That moment, <laughs> and, it, and it happened in the in the opening game. It was yeah. the first goal of the whole thing. Um, the technique on it though, just an absolutely. Fantastic, perfect, perfect hit. I think people might forget how good a goal it, it was because, again, you you can get caught up in the sense of the occasion. Obviously, the the the, the backdrop, as we say, bloody bloody blah. But it's an absolute peach of a hit and perfectly in the top mm. corner. And it really showed us what the Jabalani had as well. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, which is to this day the best World Cup ball. You think it is? Well, it has to, well if it has a mind of its own, yes. <laughs> yeah, but it, but it evidently didn't produce much exciting football. But and that's on the few, ball. That's we, on the ball. We did get a few bangers, we, yeah? yeah? Yeah, well, that being one of them. People often deride this World Cup. And I do understand why, but actually, if you look back at the the YouTube video of this, which or, or YouTube videos of this goal, which I obviously did before we did the show, there are a lot of people in the comments from Africa saying, "Oh, this was the best World Cup ever," etc., etc., etc. And it's like that's 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 the point of it being there. Yeah. And you know, FIFA talk a lot about we want to take it everywhere, and then they take it to places it shouldn't be mm-hmm. for money. Um, <laughs> but it's there is you know, it's not like there isn't value in the World Cup going to places it hasn't been before, and it's it's really nice to see that. Yeah, I. I, I I do agree with that. I don't think anybody could um, uh, begrudge you of that, Jim. Shabalala, he's he's now written a kid's book about a boy called Super Shabba chasing his dreams and scoring the biggest goal in the world. (laughs) A little bit autobiographical, but, you know, if if you've done that, you've earned the right. And I think that's the great thing, whether it's, as we mentioned earlier about the the one-off stars, you know, something like this can catapult you into... uh, into Infamy. Infamy, absolutely right. And hey, a lot of Stephen King's characters are writers, so (laughs) why shouldn't his character basically be him? You're absolutely right. But that plays into um, what Jim was saying before about how important it is to certain regions. Mm. And and it shows when these people are lifted in that way off the back of singular moments. Yeah. Yeah, like it it does. I mean, that that is the power of football, which is why it's a bit painful when you see it used used for um, nefarious means. Mm. But um, I mean, that's just, just typical of it, isn't it? Yeah, I'm, I'm afraid so. Uh, another host nation hero was An Jung Hwang of uh, South Korea. Scored South Korea's 116th minute golden goal against Italy in 2002, but was then sacked by his club uh, Perugia in Italy because the club's chairman said, I have no intention of paying a salary to someone who has ruined Italian soccer. Do you, so do you remember... Unbelievable. The story about this is mad. It yeah, is. because I, I, I remember, I still remember it, how it played out in real time. The Spain game after it was when it really got overblown. But this was the game when people were publicly mm-hmm. talking about the idea that this was fixed. Yeah. And the idea right. that, you know, the referees were, were just trying to push the home nation through and, and this, that and the other. And it was when this goal happened, I didn't think like that at all. But I was just like, fucking hell, imagine the reaction now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> imagine what something mad is going to happen. Well, it was and before it social media. Yeah, yeah. It was. And so you didn't have all that kind of nonsense going on. Mm. But I mean, his story, Jim. Yeah, so Luciano Gauci, who was the the guy that said he, you know, wouldn't pay someone who ruined Italian football. Was the mature adult involved. He was. Well, he actually went back on that. They had an option to sign him on a permanent basis and they decided to, after they calmed down, essentially, they decided to take it up. But he rejected the offer. Um, He said, I will no longer discuss my transfer to Perugia, who attacked my character instead of congratulating me for a goal in the World Cup, which is fair enough. Mm. Um, But there was essentially then a bit of a legal battle and, and... 
kind of FIFA sided with Perugia and he had ended up having to pay them $3.5 million in compensation um, for essentially the kind of something to do with the transfer fees. Mm-hmm. So he signed with this Japanese entertainment co- company to essentially earn money and pay off his debts. And he essentially kind of, as well as being a player in the J-League, he started doing like a lot of reality TV and things like that. So right. he, he became a kind of TV personality to uh, to pay off those debts. And it's it's really mad. If you look at his his list of like his filmography effectively it stretches from to 2013 to to now and Blimey. some of those there's a show called please take care of my refrigerator <laughs> don't know what's going on isn't there. this um pete's dream career i was gonna yeah, say essentially four-wheeled restaurant <laughs> yeah can only this assume is, that's an amazing watch this is pete donaldson in action isn't it, it really is isn't it it's, oh, you've got to feel terribly sorry for him i mean i hope he's having a lovely time I, this, I, but I, it's not I, what he well, envisaged I, I think he he's you know he's known as being a bit of a heartthrob back home and mm. um, I I don't think he um, I don't think it's a tragic story it's just an unusual one. <laughs> it's mad, absolutely <laughs> crazy stuff. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost fifty pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com forward slash ramble. One amusing side effect of the one-hit wonders and, 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 and so on is clubs rushing into signing them as soon as possible without doing too much research because they think they've done it on the world stage, they've done it on 
what was still is maybe, but certainly was the biggest stage. You know, years ago, people might think Champions League nowadays, um, and they go all in on them. So Rangers, as we said, spent two point five million on Oleg Solenko, and he was moved on just a matter of months yeah. later. It wasn't that long. You know, he was there for. I guess you know. Teams didn't have the scouting networks that we have now, or no. certainly there wasn't the software and well, the that technology. Was was but yeah, well, exactly. I mean, but you know, they must have had scouting networks to some degree. Yeah, they. they I mean, they did have scouting networks. They did scout obviously a bit, but I mean, Selenko himself. I mean, he was at, he was at Valencia before Rangers, so it wasn't outrageous. But I mean, who's watching much of La Liga? Look, in... I think. Okay. What had happened was okay. the scouts got really into the World Cup because yes. you don't become a scout if you don't like watching football. That's... They've had a bit, you know, they've had a bit too much fun. Right. They've been neglecting their job, uh-huh. and the manager's gone. So, have you, you got anyone in mind? Like, uh, Oleg Selenko. Yeah. They've they've just given up for a bit. And Not Stoichkov. Just... No, 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 no we we'll never get him. <laughs> <laughs> well, Stoichkov was just as good. People knew Stoichkov before that, of course, at Barcelona. I don't, I don't. It's not the maddest thing in the world, though, is it? No, it isn't. No. If you perform on that stage, yeah. you've probably got something about you. Totally. Why not take a part? But I think with Silenko, like all the goals in one game, I would just want a bigger sample. That size. is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. But, but but we kind of we had a snapshot of it last year, didn't we, with um, Leonardo Spinazzola? Yeah. Yes. There are a lot of people who are like, God, who who is this man? Yeah. We must get him. But that is that is what the stage does to some players, isn't it? It really, really energizes them. They thrive in that kind of essentially taking the moment by the mm. scruff of the neck because it's you know, every kick can be so significant in a mm. situation like this. Well, playing under pressure and playing, you know, this, that and that. I mean, it doesn't always work out badly, of course. Go back to the 1970s. Argentina won the World Cup in 1978, and there was nothing suspicious about that, of course. Um, but uh, that was when we saw British clubs starting to visit the the World Cup player buffet, if you like. Because Spurs signed Ozzy Ardiles, uh, Ricardo Villa, and both would go on to be fan favourites, who some Spurs fans of a certain generation will still talk about them, of course. You know, amazing players. You know, won the FA Cup and Villa scored that great goal, of course, and so on and so forth. Um, mind you, their teammate, uh, their Argentine teammate, Alberto Tarantini, went to Birmingham City for £300,000 back in the 70s. That was a huge amount of money. Uh, he, and he just, he made 23 starts for for, um, for Birmingham City, scored just one goal. And his career was, was cut short when he waded into the crowd and uh, traded punches with one of the club's own fans at a game. So, so again, always, yeah. <laughs> How else do you go in over the... Well, it wouldn't have, would it have been seats back then? Perhaps not. It was no, it sort of pretty would have been standing, wouldn't it? Well, you've got studs on. I think wading is is probably a fair description. I'll tell you Let what. Let me though. get me fighting waders <laughs> on. <laughs> if we're talking about uh, the old impulse impulse purchases off the back of the World Cup, we got Harry Redknapp. Uh, who who loved a who loved a purchase? Let's let's be fair. After World Cup '98, he signed Javier Margas after his displays for Chile. Now again, Chile looked good at the World Cup. Yeah. They were they were an exciting side. And according to old Harry, Margas's wife struggled to settle in this country. He didn't turn up for training one day, and there was talk that he was staying at a hotel. So Redknapp went to the hotel, and someone told him that he'd already gone back to Chile despite being under contract. Um, Redknapp was was let into Margas's hotel room, but he'd already gone. And Harry said he'd left half his gear there. The window was open he was on the first floor he obviously took what he needed jumped out the window and legged it we never saw him again <laughs> it's madness again imagine that happening now you couldn't could you because there's so much camera phones all the rest of it you know where this person had mm. gone but I think some of the hotel windows are quite hard to open as they're well. very hard mm. to open for good reason probably well. for this reason Margas it's the Margas rule or, or <laughs> you know, whatever they call but it's but it's true too though. many tellies too many Chilean footballers going through these windows <laughs> <laughs> 
What about the uh, the Senegalese boys off the back of 2002 yeah. World Cup? It's funny because you you can't call Senegal a one hit wonder as as a, as a nation, obviously because they've they've been 2018. In, they yeah they've they've, they've been there, and obviously they're a team with a lot about them, but. The, 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 it was an absolute trolley dash for these boys, wasn't it? <laughs> it really was, yeah. Because they reached the quarterfinal, uh, which I think sometimes overlooked when we think about the great African yeah. side. Because they just get talked about the first game against France. Yes. That's right. Yeah, yeah. because that was... The, mind you, but, I mean, Cameroon in... I suppose Cameroon in 90 was the first time, perhaps, that an African side had, had really made a big old splash at the World Cup, you would say. And then, of course, Ghana, because it was so tragic how they went out with, with the penalties and so on. But yeah, with uh, with, with, with Senegal, I mean, El Hadjouf... Uh, Salif Diaw, Papa Bouba Diop with a three who obviously came here and played and Diouf was it in his first game or one of his early games perhaps his first game for Liverpool scored a couple of goals you know he looked absolutely superb yeah. I mean he was a really good player well he was mm. they didn't quite get the personality test right did they no yeah questions of attitude <laughs> I think uh, but Salif Diaw he, he went to Liverpool as well but they're setting a goal side yeah as you say beating France they were an exciting team. They 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 looked decent, and they all had like strong careers yes. in in the UK. Oh yeah, they, this is not they they weren't um, one hit wonders with regards to coming here. Yeah, you know, they went and played for clubs and so on. I mean, Diouf is the one, obviously, often disgraced himself and so on. But still, but had, even in, in his latter years, yeah, even in his latter years when he was playing for Rangers, you could see like there was still there was some there was still quality there. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's just yeah, just very angry. Very angry indeed, yeah. But that I mean that was very exciting when again it was just so exotic, wasn't it, these impulse purchases. You think, well of course you're signing players from that side. Why is no one else going in for them? You yeah. know? It was uh, it was a wonderful time. Uh gentlemen, should we finish uh with some notable one off appearances with regards to the countries? Because the World Cup is is always special when countries make their first appearance, as we've just talked about Senegal yeah. there, of course. And it's also with the knowledge that it could be potentially their only appearance for many, many years to come. And quite incredibly, Cuba made their first and today only appearance in 1938. First Caribbean country to play at a World Cup. None of their players had left Cuba before. They drew 3 all with Romania. Then they won 2-1 in the replay because that was a thing back in those days in the World Cup. And then <laughs> they lost mad. I know, it is crazy, isn't it? And then they lost 8-0 to Sweden um, with the players blaming the, the results uh, on wet conditions. And uh, surprisingly, because when it rains in Cuba, you bloody well know about it. Yeah. You know? um, Jamaica became the smallest country to win a game at a World Cup finals in 1998 when they beat Japan 2-1 in the last group stage game. Um, each uh, player was uh, a, a part. Each player who was a part of the qualification was given a piece of land by the uh, Prime Minister at the time. That was a huge story, the reggae yeah, boys mm. uh, qualifying. Do you remember the United Arab Emirates qualified for 1990? And they were in a group with uh, West Germany and Yugoslavia and Colombia, which was quite a tricky one. And they got fairly handedly uh, uh, beaten. But every goal scorer for the United Arab Emirates, which I think off the top of my head was two, got a Rolls Royce. Nice. So that would be a bit tasty, wouldn't it? Imagine if it went to the dubious goals panel. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, that's mine. Um, a very different example of a uh, of a one-off appearance, of course, for, for many reasons, was uh, Zaire, now called the Democratic Republic of the Congo. Um, in 1974, uh, one of the worst appearances at a World Cup in history in terms of results. They lost 2-0 to Scotland, 9-0 to Yugoslavia, and then 3-0 to Brazil. And... In the second game, Zaire's goalkeeper was replaced by a five foot four backup, which uh, is not ideal, is it? Uh, there was <laughs> people will have seen the footage as well of uh, Muepu uh, Lunga famously booting the ball away when Brazil were just about to take a free kick, and and they were actually laughed at quite a lot. But there was mm. quite a dark side to this story. 
according to the players, if they lost by three or, or, or more goals, they would have had their passports revoked and not allowed back in the country. I think that was again Brazil yeah. because they got hammered by Yugoslavia. But it was also it was a protest that, that they essentially weren't being paid. You know, yeah. They weren't being paid what they were promised. And um, he was trying to get sent off, I believe. Yeah, well, there was. He knew what he was doing. Well, the, was, the narrative uh, around it was, it was, was, the, was very racist. Yes. Um, they, 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 didn't know he, the rules. they didn't know the rules, they, yeah. Uh, which, but it was a protest. Yeah, exactly. Which It's incredible that people thought that. For a long time as well. Yeah. For, for many until, years. Until very, very recently. Totally, maybe. yeah. Which, yeah. Is, which is absolutely outrageous. Because it still comes up as, you know, oh, do you remember these bloopers from Old World exactly. Cups? Exactly, yeah. yeah. It's, it's still framed in that way, yeah. Totally, yeah. And, uh, uh, yeah. and of course, what was going on in the country at the time was, was uh, absolutely appalling. Um, at the same World Cup, uh, Haiti... Uh, they uh, uh, qualified. They had their underdog moment when they faced Italy in the group stages. Now, Italy hadn't conceded a goal in over two years across 12 games with the legendary Dino Zoff in goal. And the Haiti striker, Emmanuel Sanon, predicted he would score, saying, the Italian defence is too slow for me. And he scored the goal in a 3-1 defeat after he sped through the defence, rounded Dino's off and slotted home. Come on! He also scored against Argentina in the same World Cup. Love and it. that goal yeah. was an absolute pinger from the... about 30 yards out. Absolutely brilliant goal. Oh, Italy and Argentina. It's yeah. magnificent. If you if uh, you are dutifully... Dutibly? What word am I? Duty bound? Duty bound. Thank you, Jim. You are... You are duty bound if you are a player, a forward player who's got a decent shot at him, or even if you don't, you're within 30 yards of the goal against the side. You're not getting much joy. They're going to beat you, blah, 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 blah. You've got to have a dig. Yeah. You never know. Got to buy a ticket. Also, the balls on him to call it before he's done it. Superb. Yeah. It's utterly against superb. Italy. It's brilliant. <laughs> well, quite incredibly, um, Sanani died in 2008. His ceremony was in the National Stadium, attended by 20,000 people, and it was televised na- nationwide. People, wow. the the thing um, that's not in here. Um, Actually, before he passed away, he said, "You know what? This was going to be my funeral was going to be in the national stadium. <laughs> be about fifteen, twenty thousand people watching it. It's pretty given a state funeral. But that's that is that sums up the nature of not World Cups, but but football in general and the pull it has on totally on countries that you wouldn't necessarily associate with football yep. because everyone would know who who he was. I you know I've read a bit about him and you know he would he basically there was a period where he couldn't." walk down the street because people are like we know exactly who you are it's absolutely superb a teammate of his uh, who assisted the goal said for us Haitians it's still the best result we've ever achieved we matched the Italians for a while and more than that we managed to make a fool out of Zoff <laughs> what Come amazing on. motivation Come on. what are you expecting out this week, this World Cup oh, I really want to make Lionel Messi look like a dickhead <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's basically yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> but even the, look if I not make Messi I'll be happy yeah, the totally. nation will be happy oh, it's, 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 but that, that is it, it, it just this this tournament, this this thing can just capture the hearts and minds for, for the people forever. I mean, you, you could mention Iceland as well, you know, obviously their uh, one-off appearance, getting a draw against Argentina. And so I just absolutely glorious, uh, gentlemen. I think it's a good place to finish. Uh, so thank you very much for joining us on another Football Ramble Guide too. Remember, we want your ideas to what we can talk about in future Ramble Guide 2s. Uh, if you fancy uh, learning more about uh, one of football's recurring uh, oddities or its age-old truths, then get in touch with us. Uh, show at footballramble.com or tweet us at Football Ramble with your suggestions. There we are. Thank you very much, Jim Campbell. Thank you. Thank you, Petushan Antaraja. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. See you soon.
The Football Ramble is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.